Um, this man's an absolute superstar. We missed him today um, at Breakfast with the Stars. Jack Jenkins with me. And uh, we're heading, I don't know if he's in Perth or he arrived at Flemington to watch Amelia's Jewel in a searching gallop because David King, who joined us a little earlier, gave us the heads up. He says, you better get on to Simon Miller because my mail is that she was having a deciding gallop today to see where she's going next. Simon Miller, welcome back to Giddy Up. Good morning to you, mate. Where do we find you today? Are you in Perth or Melbourne? Uh, morning, Gareth. Morning, Jack. I'm back in Melbourne. I landed last night and um, went and watched her work at Flemington this morning. And then uh, I'll just see how she is the next couple of days and I'll fly back Thursday. How was that gallop? It was good. It was different. It was it was different from probably a number of, uh, for a number of reasons, Gareth. Like it was reverse way, which we've never done before. She's gone slow reverse way, but she's never gone at speed. And then I suppose the other thing that was a bit different for us, it's the first gallop we've done in probably 12 months that there hasn't been a camera crew. Yeah. Uh, all media. Everybody was at Mooney Valley. We were just off doing our own little thing. So it was it was a pleasant change. And uh, what, what's the report? Is she going to go up to the Golden Eagle now for sure, Simon, or still a little bit of water to go under the bridge? Still water to go under the bridge, Jack. Like, we just want to see... Um, you know, I'm happy with where she's at now. She's probably put a little bit of condition on she, since uh, the Corvette run when we backed off her. But, um, you know, she eats her breakfast this morning and eats up overnight. Then it's probably a no-brainer that will punch to the Eagle. But I just want to make sure that she, she bounced out of it. So I think she's on solid. She works strong and, and, and eats accordingly. But um, for, some, for some unknown reason from that Corvette run, she didn't dial back in until Thursday, so it took a fair bit of time to get back on the game. Did she find her right leg when she went the Sydney way of going this morning? And she did straight off, Gareth. I especially couldn't believe how good her brain was from that point of view. She was on naturally she was on the Melbourne leg when he popped over her neck and then as soon as he just started to increase the speed she switched straight away. It was fascinating to watch, so yeah, she did. She did, she, and she got on that leg really good. So work was nice. She's fit. Uh, she rolled up 20, 23.9 and 11.3 last 200, and that was just, just cruise mode. So it was perfect work. Oh, beautiful. It would, almost, it would almost be fitting for her to go to the Eagle and win, Simon, given that the last two winners, I Wish I Win and I'm Thunderstruck, almost turned into their horses with their own cult following and... Given that the jewel already has hers, it would be very fitting that she goes there and is the next one to carry the torch. Yeah, it'd be great, Jack. And, and also, they've come through that the, the Turak form lines, haven't they, like previously? Yeah. So it's, a, right. it's a race that generally works for the for the Melbourne horses to head that way. And that was one of the things I was conscious of when bringing her across. I wanted to stay in Melbourne, and um, I thought I'll just follow that Turak is the last lead up in, but... You know, obviously you would have loved to have gone to the Eagle in better form um, than your last run, but she's bounced out of it now, which is good. Will you put the blinkers on her if you go to Sydney? Fair chance I will. I'm going to work a reverse way in them and just make sure she can deal with it. I've always... She's a superior horse with them on, but as I've said previously, you've never, how, do you, how do you put them on when she keeps winning? Well, she threw the doozy in the other day, so it's probably the time it's perfect to slot them on. Have you made, like, you couldn't really find anything wrong with her after that, that run in the Turak. 
Um, have you come to the conclusion when you've analysed the race, was it just a, a race that was truly run for her and she didn't handle it? Or do you think there was something wrong with her and it's just a complete forget run? How have you analysed it when you've had a, a week or so now to to, to analyse her and, and try and put this puzzle together? Uh, yeah, I, I didn't analyse the race at all. Her pre-race manners, manners were awful. And then she raced accordingly. But once she got home and wasn't eating, she broke the track record at Mooney Valley. And at four, she, 4 o'clock the next morning, she's looking for her breakfast. She'd smashed her night feed. So yeah. she's, when she's on, she's on. And she just didn't, she wasn't eating. So I was like, well, I'm not going to analyse the race. But... Um, that'll only just cook you even more. So she had like a low-grade bug or something. That just She was a bit out of sync and uh, she wasn't a happy camper. Because I was at a, a sportsman's night the other day and there was, I won't give away the name of the trainer, but um, he indicated there might be a little bit of a virus going around in Flemington. Do you think that could have been the cause for her failure? Well, I had a few trainers from Flemington pull me up about it. Even today yeah. when I was there, they were, they were all discussing it. Um, they all said the same thing from a couple of weeks ago. They're all a bit flat, uh, not eating, and, and so forth. So yeah, look, it could have been, um, and maybe I was just the start of it for the, for the rest of the boys. Not not sure, but yeah, I had a few trainers reach out and, and mention it. You're a competitive beast. Is it a case like you're a little bit like Joel Soward being a cat supporter, and you just got beat heading in towards your grand final, and there's a few like writing you off and saying that you're not as good as we all thought you were and you just, um, you, you want to prove a point um, come Golden Eagle Day? Uh, no, I still do the, you know, like, it's sport, Gareth, sport's cruel. There's high, the high, the high, the low, yeah. the low, and it's just, um, you know, sometimes you go, you, you go out in the battlefield and things don't go your way, and it's just probably how you problem solve, calculate, see what's happened post, Post that, but oh, I'm competitive for sure. Like I was shattered after the after the race because you played a win, and then also you're showcasing your product. You know, if she'd have come home and eaten up, then I'd be a little bit like, well, what what's happened here? Um, but it wasn't. She wasn't herself, so that's all right. I, I know she'll go back out there and, and perform to the level that everyone's become accustomed to. Big question is for you, Jack. <laughs> She'll yeah, she, she'll bounce back. There's no doubt about that. The big question for you, Jack, is that do you go to Flemington Derby Day or go and watch your favourite girl in Sydney at Rose Hill in the Eagle? Oh, that, I don't it's know. A great if, question. If, look, Simon, <laughs> if if, uh, if I'm up there with you, yeah. if, we're, if we're doing work <laughs> together up there, I'll come to Sydney. But if I'm, uh, if I'm by myself, I'll be staying in Melbourne. Uh, there's only one Derby Day, Jack. Yeah, uh, there's one Derby Day and there's only one Mounting Yard sniper and that's probably where I belong. Okay, and then, like, there'd be a few people hanging on still. Is there Simon or are they dropped off? We haven't dropped off. No, no, everyone's been really good. The, the, yeah. the amount of messages I got post-race, you know, making sure she was all right, um, was nearly as many as I got when you win. So there's no doubt you captured the nation. Um, and, and, you know, even... Um, the office emails, people a couple of days later emailing through making sure she's all right and where she's off to. And it's, it's, uh, it's a bit overwhelming from that point of view, but um, you know, everyone, everyone wants to see good horses constantly just 
rise to the occasion and, and sometimes it doesn't happen. We know life's not about money for you, Simon, but if you do win the Eagle, I think 300 or 400 jumps in. That's thousands. Yeah, half a million. Half a million. <laughs> who's counting? Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> hey, I can, hey, I can tell you who's counting. Ali. Yes. She's telling yes. me. Olivia's she's going definitely to the private school. Does, is Christchurch for girls as well? Me, she said, what about Ali? She said, the, the Eagle's five million of the winner. The dog's yep. ten million. And she said, you can get all nostalgic about the cock plate. She goes, I'm a businesswoman, and at the end of the day, you're going to the Eagle, and I'll, I'm happy to buy you a replica cock plate yeah. if you win the Eagle. And, and and she does well, understand you'll probably spend 200000 of that that night after you win the Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing you. No, it's good. It's good. I, I, you know, the little one, she's excited because she knows there's only one more start. She's counting down. I'm like, you're the only one in Australia that's counting down. Everyone looks forward to the yeah. race. And, and she's like, there's only one more, and then you're staying in Perth. So was, she running a, the, was she running the Perth Carnival? Not sure. Um, undecided. Um, uh, look, the noms were there purely because I didn't know what was going on um, in with her at the time. And the nomination closed on that Monday, um, which was a couple of days after the tour act. I wasn't too sure what we were doing, so I threw him in his insurance. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll see back there. I'll just get through the evening first and then worry about the rest later. Well, it's bloody exciting news. Um, it's it's a great sign that she's bounced back. She worked nicely this morning, and hopefully she does everything right, and we get to see her in Sydney for the Golden Eagle with the blinkers on, and away she goes. Yeah, thanks. It, uh, I had a few learned people in the tower watching her work this morning, too, so they all had their clockwatches all ready to go. <laughs> hilarious. Like, she worked great. Like, I worked at 8 o'clock. Beautiful. So, we'll um, see you. We'll see you at the Ascot Vale then for lunch about 12.30. Yeah, no, not today. Tuesday's my busiest day of the week. I'll be there for dinner. Any winners tomorrow? Uh, no runners, mate. We're not stepping out till Saturday. So. And I can't push you into anything Saturday here because mine are just galloping right now. All right, then. <laughs> yeah, it's about, what, 7.52 in Perth. It is. Yeah. For, your, for your eye... Uh... You don't have Amelia's Jewel here in the Cox Plate as we, we might have hoped, but have you got your eye on one that you think might be the winner? Oh, I'd love Alligator Blood to do it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Mr. Brightside's great for Melbourne racing, but um, Timmy Clark, I've got a cheery one. Yeah, he's a great man, Timmy Clark. He was hoping Frosty might stay in, in, in Melbourne for the Golden Eagle. He probably <laughs> would have nearly picked up the ride, but um, unfortunately, Frosty's heading to Sydney. Timmy, so you'll have to wait for another day. Hey, Simon, love that update. We appreciate you getting on the phone, mate, and great to have you back in Melbourne. Thanks, Gareth. Thanks, Jack. Good to chat.